Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And today, we're going to be talking a little bit more about some of the effects of coronavirus, COVID-19, but we're going to be doing a lot of just general business discussion, too. So this is going to be so much fun. We are speaking with someone in Tel Aviv. I've never had a guest in Tel Aviv. This is so much fun. I love this. I love that the program reaches people worldwide um, because we're all in business and business anymore. And we were talking about this before the program. It's it overlaps. You know, there's there's nothing that's really just very specific. You know, what what happens in one place happens in another place, and and um, you know, innovations here also roll out to other areas things like that. And so that's what's so much fun about this. And so we are going to have so much fun today. Um, As we are recording this, we are right in the middle of the quarantines, the restrictions, all of those various things. So when this airs, you know, things might not be quite as timely, but we're still going to make it as timely as as we can with the the conversation. So please join me in welcoming Yael Safir to our program today. Welcome. Thank you, Deb. Great to, be, great to be here. Great, great. Well, let me tell people just a little bit about you, and then we'll just really jump into this. So Yael Shafir is the Chief Marketing Officer of Meet in Place, a global network of innovative meeting spaces designed for an urban boutique hospitality experience. The Meet in Place philosophy is rooted in meeting science, as every design feature and amenity offered serves, serves a unique purpose to make meetings as productive as possible. Prior to this role, Yael was the Vice President of International Partnerships at Disney-backed storytelling platform PlayBuzz. In this role, she oversaw the creation of international growth opportunities within strategic markets to execute the company's evolvement strategy. Yael boasts a strong background in business development within the realm of digital media, where she has utilized her past as a journalist and content specialist. Prior to her role at PlayBuzz, she was Vice President of Business Development for Trendline Group, where she focused on the company's cross-media activity, using its digital assets to grow its tangible business. So again, Yael, welcome. Thank you very much. Great, great. Well, you know, what I love, there's, there's, you know, as I always love talking to my guests and getting to know them, but you have definitely worked in the global market, um, you know, not just in, in Israel. And um, so, so that's great. But, you know, as we were chatting before this, the whole coronavirus thing and how companies function afterwards, I think is going to be very different. Um, you know, and, and it's, I, and it's funny, I've, I have this discussion with my husband who works for one of the big companies where you know they have offices, they go in, they have their little cubicles. Of course, now they're they're all working from home. And my philosophy is that many big companies are going to look at things, and I think this is, is something around the world. They're going to look at all of this. They've had everybody working from home fairly successfully, and I think they're going to go. Do we really need to have? all of this big meeting space. And I think more and more, they're going to look towards companies like yours to say, you know what? We don't need to have entire office buildings. We don't need to have even, you know, floors of, of buildings. We might need a location, you know, in, in some places, but, you know, do we really need to do that? And, and it's funny because we actually had you scheduled to be on the program before all of this really started um, be, because the trend has been where we're starting to have these type of, of places where companies go and they rent temporary space for a day, a week, you know, whatever, and, and they have their meetings. So I just, I thought this was very interesting that, holy schmoly, now this is really something that, that could take off. 
Totally, totally. So first, thank you. Yeah, you know, great minds think alike. Mm -hmm. What you what you thought, like what you described with your husband is exactly mm -hmm. what we think is mm -hmm. going to happen. Mm -hmm. Obviously, nobody knows. Like the, what we do is we we talk to our partners, we talk to a lot of mm -hmm. our affiliates, uh, people who uh, see like what companies are doing at scale, mm -hmm. um, and we also believe that at least part of the companies will stick to working from home. Right. Because it's more efficient, mm -hmm. because it saves a lot of time, because it's more ecological, mm -hmm. because it taps into uh, an existing trend of, you know, some associated with mill millennials, mm -hmm. some associate with, with uh, well-being. And it's about work-life balance mm -hmm. and the ability to work at least partly from home mm -hmm. is, um, is tapping into that. Mm -hmm. So we do believe that um, where, uh, once companies uh, shift uh, in parts to working from home, they mm -hmm. will need uh, to develop a new uh, managerial routine. And we, Meeting Place, uh, want to be the place where these uh, managerial routines, whether mm -hmm. weekly sessions, bi-weekly, monthly, mm -hmm. whatever it is, uh, take place. Uh, meaning that, let's say that I have a startup of 30 people that are working uh, in different places. Mm -hmm. We can meet uh, uh, as a management once a month. Mm -hmm. The team can meet, can meet uh, I don't know, twice a month or mm -hmm. once a week. And we want to provide a, f a platform for them to meet as safely as possible. What does right. it mean? Uh, first of all, like uh, uh, all meeting place venues uh, are located on the first, uh, at the first floor. Mm. It originally comes from uh, and, and an isolated one from mm -hmm. uh, us wanting to kind of get the street vibe, the street energy into the venue. Mm -hmm. So we have big uh, windows and uh, the scenery of the street. Mm -hmm. And now it also allows us to not use the, the elevator. Right, so right. And another one of those safety features. Mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. And, and we definitely understand that, you know, it's not only about being socially responsible, it's really understanding um, that you know, if we don't do this, uh, we might be looking at uh, an endless uh, outbreak, uh, mm -hmm. which means that, uh, you know, nobody will have business right. for longer uh, periods. So mm -hmm. we really uh, do want to uh, take part and be active in mm -hmm. uh, maintaining, uh, you know, and making sure that disease mm -hmm. doesn't spread further. Mm -hmm. And so obviously all this uh, that requires sanitation, uh, a gold standard mm -hmm. uh, sterilization, like mm -hmm. after every meeting, every button, all mm -hmm. those. Also, um, you know, all, uh, all the required uh, um, sanitation uh, mm -hmm. uh, materials, like mm -hmm. you know, the head creams, the wipers, the, right. mm -hmm. those, uh, the, the masks, the, the, like as few uh, team members as possible, but still enough mm -hmm. Uh, to uh, maintain everything we need right, to keep right. the uh, standards. And also we deployed like a cute thing. We thought, uh, how will we uh, reduce people wandering around? Cause because because ah. of the experience, the mm -hmm. service is a thing at Meet in Place. Mm -hmm. So uh, we, were, we uh, just um, designed uh, new door handles. Mm -hmm. So whenever you need like whatever it is, like refill water or mm -hmm. extend the, the meeting or, I don't know, uh, help with the tech amenity mm -hmm. or, or, I don't know, operate the new uh, digital mindfulness sessions that we deployed mm -hmm. uh, to help people kind of kick off in a more focused, calm mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. yeah. I love it. Yeah, and it was interesting. One of the things that I thought of when you were talking about this was the, the cleaning of the facility. Um, and... When it's, you know, a, a place that you have leased, like a, a, an office space like yours, there's not a lot of personal items there. There's, in fact, there's no personal items there. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you, it's decorated. It's very pretty. But that's pretty easy to keep clean. You know, when, you're ha when you have an office with people with their offices, their cubicles, their desks, their whatever they have, they've got all their stuff. You know, and, and, and it's, let's be honest, it's hard to keep the stuff clean, you know, and, mm -hmm. and how do you tell employees, you know what, you really can't have the pictures of your family anymore, or you need to clean your own space. And, you know, some people are going to clean their own space better than anybody ever would. But then there are other people who go, okay, it's clean. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, having a space where you go and you know that it is clean and has been sanitized has got to be a big benefit as opposed to, you know, who sat in this chair last and where'd that keyboard come from? And, you know, ugh. <laughs> 
Totally, totally. Uh, where this is, uh, you know, one of the first thing we started deploying the standards of sanitation, and mm-hmm. by now we are fully ready. Although we can mm-hmm. open uh, in London and in the US right. yet, mm-hmm. but we're going to start, you know, seeing how it works with, mm-hmm. for example, thermometers at the desk. So people mm-hmm. come in before right. they come in. We want to mm-hmm. make sure they right. You don't go any further till you make sure you don't have a temperature. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So we're going to kick off all the practices here in Tel Aviv, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, something a lot of startups do. So, mm-hmm. you know, we have a better site for sanitation, mm-hmm. right. uh, which is interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to, once everything opens up in London and the US, we'll see how we can adapt mm-hmm. to that. And it's right. also, I think, you know, uh, we see ourselves as uh, a partner uh, of our of our clients mm-hmm. in, in leading business culture. Mm-hmm. And you know, before coronavirus, our our major focus was mm-hmm. uh, was HR, mm-hmm. was uh, making sure you know companies are able to retain talent, to mm-hmm. uh, engage and develop the talent, mm-hmm. and uh, and and first of all to win the talent, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, by now it's uh, it's becoming uh, very hard to stick to that. Mm-hmm. Mm, but uh, our current goal is of obviously to you know um, to uh, check all the boxes of sanitation and also be you know um, uh, to stick to our original goal of providing an innovative space mm-hmm. that is productivity driven, and that's why we have the mindfulness session and uh, and the communication methodology mm-hmm. and other things. Uh, like uh, online lectures that we have a partnership with Jolt, mm. which is another Israeli mm-hmm. um, uh, company. Is let's say you, you can enrich your uh, your your schedule with uh, you know a, a, an external uh, expert. Oh, okay. But on mm-hmm. top of that, on top of that, I think um, we also want to make sure that HR, um, human resources or mm-hmm. human capital of companies, mm-hmm. uh, get the right con- uh, like the basic conditions to. Mm-hmm. to Successful, and I think uh, enabling uh, the path uh, to go back to business. And I'm not saying normal, but to go back to business, mm-hmm. and not necessarily spend all your day uh, at home with your pajamas. Part of it, definitely. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's a bad thing. I totally like you know uh, sticking to my t-shirt and um, and staying at home for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But still, we want to kind of um, uh, create a path. Uh, that allow people to meet again, mm-hmm. to uh, maintain their, their teamwork, mm-hmm. to develop new methodologies of working together in this mm-hmm. new era of employment. And we, right. we don't know where it's going, but it definitely requires, mm-hmm. you know, the face time to kind of make the adjustment. And it always go back to the fact that when people meet face to face, they develop relationship. Right. And this is something that is like, I think, like missing the most in the online relationship, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't go out for uh, you, to you go, you don't go out for a cigarette or you you, you don't uh, um, talk near the, the um, uh, coffee machine. Mm-hmm. So I think the offline routines that will start like slowly, slowly um, being part of uh, the the back to business mm-hmm. uh, programs are uh, something that we want to make sure. Um, uh, to keep, and mm-hmm. for that reason, we are willing to go uh, uh, far and beyond mm-hmm. to make sure that we meet uh, that you are fully compliant and and much more than that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and and you mentioned face to face. You know, and yeah. and and technology has obviously just really leaped ahead in the in the last couple of months with things like Zoom. Um, mm-hmm. You know what we're doing here. And, and this is great. I mean, I love this. I love being able to see my guests, to be able to talk to them. Um, I started a thing that, that we've been doing on Tuesdays with using Zoom with an online networking kind of group. And we've had, you know, roughly eight to, to nine people every time from, you know, various places in the United States. And so that's great. And I think more and more people, especially because of fear of contamination, things like that, will do things like this. But you also mentioned true face-to-face, you know, where mm-hmm. we're in the same room with yes. someone. And, right. you know, and, and that really does make a huge difference because that's where you talk about what you watched on TV last night. Or, you know, you mentioned that, that your, um, your meeting spaces are street level. So you're going to look at it and you go, oh, my gosh, look at that, you know, or, or whatever. And, you know, maybe we'll get a little bit less business done. 
because we're we're kind of having those side conversations, but those side conversations are what build the relationships. And whether mm-hmm. it's with your employees or customers or partners or whatever, you know, I I think we're going to be using Zoom, but I think we have to go back to true face-to-face also. Yeah, totally, totally agree. And I think, you know, actually, I always encourage my team like uh, and, and tell them that it's okay to to have a, a little chat that is outside mm-hmm. of the, the agenda, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay mm-hmm. to look at things and, you know, have it in a, a trigger uh, a, a short discussion mm-hmm. or an idea or a thought. And I think, uh, you know, taking those uh, little moments outside of our business culture mm-hmm. is, it's not making us more productive. Right. Like, um, you know, breaks are, you know, an essential part mm-hmm. of being productive in the other 50 minutes of mm-hmm. the hour. Right. So if you don't have those uh, 10 minutes, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And it won't make you uh, uh, productive. It will, mm-hmm. it will make you totally stressed. Mm-hmm. And um, I think actually some of the, like, I don't know if we go into tips uh, uh, <laughs> at a certain point, mm-hmm. that I think uh, 45 minutes instead of an hour mm-hmm. is a very good thing because mm-hmm. then you allow yourself to, uh, to take the extra mm-hmm. 15 minutes and, you know, either at the beginning or at the end and allow yourself to just have a conversation mm-hmm. Uh, we're still humans, you know. We need those kind of things. Right. Uh, and regarding the face to face, I think I totally agree that it's not necessarily the most productive way to have uh, everyone in the office all the time um, and uh, working together all the time, uh, or working in their cubicles all the time. You know, we waste one. We already discussed it, um, but I. Don't really can't really imagine companies uh, skipping face to face completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and and it it really is going to be interesting. Um, you know, I wonder too how many companies, you know, now that they've kind of been switching their business models, figuring things out, um, you know, will say hmm, maybe we don't actually need employees. Maybe we need contractors. Maybe we need freelancers. Maybe we need business partners. Um, you know, so talk a, a little bit more about that because I know that's something that that um, you guys wrote a, a blog post on. Right, right. Um, according to predictions that uh, me and my colleagues and also some partners of us uh, are reading, um, the projection is that within 10 years, 70% of the workforce will be freelancers. Mm. It's crazy, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning, like when I started he- hearing this, it started. It, it sounded kind of far, mm-hmm. but um, you know, as we discussed earlier, the uh, uh, coronavirus outbreak kind of accelerates mm-hmm. all processes. So we, it might take less than uh, ten mm-hmm. and uh, years to see this, um, but it also taps into all these um, trends that we started seeing that has to do with, um, you know, keeping our planet uh, mm-hmm. uh, in a better shape right. and, uh, and keeping our health, both physical mm-hmm. and mental, in a better uh, shape. And, um, like, like uh, first of all, these are the projections. Uh, second of all, from what we hear uh, about uh, COVID-19 uh, and about other trends, this uh, is being accelerated as we speak. Mm-hmm. And also we believe um, that it means that uh, we're going to see a different freelancer. The freelancer mm-hmm. we know now and the freelancer we're looking right. at uh, in 10 years is going mm-hmm. to be probably a different persona mm-hmm. in terms of Everything from uh, lifestyle to salaries, or mm-hmm. to like not a salary, but mm-hmm. in, to, uh, to income. Um, and uh, when we, when we as Meeting Place are looking ahead, we are starting to think of how to provide solutions to this type of uh, rising mm-hmm. uh, target audience. Uh, for example, we're looking into uh, offices without commitment, like mm-hmm. the da- daily right. office or mm-hmm. hourly. Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm a freelancer. I have uh, lots of meetings in town. Mm-hmm. I don't want to right. uh, travel. I just need Tuesday. <laughs> just need Tuesday. I want to schedule uh, some client meetings mm-hmm. at a specific place. I don't want to go to the offices of my clients because I don't have to. If I'm a right. freelancer. And I might have more than one client. <laughs> 
definitely. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to risk myself and I don't want to waste time. And mm-hmm. I'm uh, in a position where I can, you know, I can call the shots. Mm-hmm. Maybe beforehand, maybe now, you know, the freelancer has to come to his client. Mm-hmm. But maybe when freelancers uh, are the majority of the workforce and, you know, everybody works like this, then it, uh, the, um, um, uh, the power shifts to the side mm-hmm. of the freelancers and right. he gets to you know, to set the terms. Mm-hmm. So we, we are uh, working both in terms of uh, outreach and in terms of uh, business models. Mm-hmm. Um, we're preparing ourselves to work with the, with the freelancer mm-hmm. tar- freelancers target audience. By the way, it's, it's very diverse. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we think about freelancers, we always think about designers mm-hmm. and, I don't know, uh, writers mm-hmm. and potentially, you know, uh, developers and, the, the startup uh, ecosystem-driven mm-hmm. uh, uh, occupations. Mm-hmm. But let's think about uh, consultants. Let's think about coaches. Let's mm-hmm. think about um, right. mm-hmm. uh, these people that host their own sessions, mm-hmm. uh, their own, I don't know, away days, uh, uh, training days. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are becoming uh, a very good uh, middleman for us uh, mm-hmm. when bringing mm-hmm. our business because mm-hmm. they need a place they can trust. Right. They need like a second home. They want. They don't want to go into a hotel. Mm-hmm. They don't want to go into a different place right. each time. Mm-hmm. So they want to uh, come to at least like we have six venues. So it's not necessarily the the same um, place, but it's mm-hmm. uh, a partner they can trust. Mm-hmm. They know our sanitation standards mm-hmm. on one hand, mm-hmm. but they also know our service and mm-hmm. our uh, commitment to their success. Right. You know, and, and, and let's be honest, hotels, you know, it, it, it's kind of hit and miss. Um, you know, we don't want to bash any hotels. I mean, there are obviously many hotels that do wonderful meeting spaces. But, mm-hmm. you know, they, it's also the, the space where they're going to do a wedding, where they're going to do, you know, a variety of different things. So the equipment is going to vary. It's actually going to vary with how it's set up. Um, you know, now, yes, some of them have very specific, like a boardroom or something like that, you know, and, and where it's always going to look the same, but you know, that's, that is the tricky thing. So say you are someone like me who's giving presentations and Mm -hmm. I need, you know, 30 people to, to come in and, and, you know, and, and take my training, going to a hotel is just really not going to work. Um, it's in many cases, probably going to be cost prohibitive. Um, you know, that's, that's going to be one of the big things because hotels just charge a lot. I mean, you know, they, they have a lot of overhead that they're having to cover, but they, they might not have the technology that I need. And of course that's, what's so critical. You know, how many times have we been to meetings in hotels where something has happened? The projector went down, the Wi-Fi that went down, the whatever. And if you can even get somebody on the phone they don't know what to do, um, you know, because they're, they're, that's, not, that's not their skill set. So mm-hmm. to be able to go to a place that is 100% dedicated to meetings, you know, and, and there are certainly other, other um, you know, uh, companies besides yours, but, you know, to be able to go to that, you know, right there, you've got that level of expertise. Yeah. And, and again, I think it's about like, if you're, if this is your expertise and you're mm-hmm. part of this industry and, you know, part of this industry also means that you get the first um, uh, feedback that sometimes is, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, unfortunately at the moment we cannot have our, our next meeting in, in, the, mm-hmm. in the next couple of months because mm-hmm. there is uh, um, uh, a new policy binding it. Mm-hmm. So we get it and then, mm-hmm. then we need to deal with it and then we need to think uh, how we, for example, what would be the first uh, need that we don't have. Mm-hmm. So we do have like a conference call uh, capabilities, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, video calls. Mm-hmm. But... Now that we understand that almost every meeting will have somebody from the outside, mm-hmm. uh, it means for us that we need mm-hmm. like better speakers because, mm-hmm. you know, if it's in every meeting and we mm-hmm. have a, and people are also like separated from each other and we mm-hmm. want uh, everybody to hear well. So we upgraded uh, our, our mm-hmm. like we brought in more speakers and we have a new uh, uh, set of cameras that are, you know, um, uh, moving according to the speaker. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. make sure it looks well on Zoom. So you don't have like the whole uh, table. You have this right. person who's mm-hmm. and so on. So uh, t- to your point, totally agree that, you know, hotels are great and there are partners. You know, a lot of hotels are sending their clients or business clients to meeting mm-hmm. place. So we definitely uh, do not bash any hotel and we stay at them all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. 
but I think I think uh, in terms of um, you know specializing specializing in the needs of people that meet each other for mm-hmm. uh, work purposes, um, we are trying to to really understand uh, where where uh, the biggest concerns are right now, mm-hmm. and you know mitigate any gap that is existing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and so when we have freelancers, you know, and, and I'm, I'm a freelancer, I'm a consultant. A lot of times when I go to meet with a client, it's Starbucks, you know, it's, it's in their facility, which that's okay. But, you know, I might uh, meet a bunch of people in Starbucks and <laughs> you just don't get a lot of good business done then, right? You know, because it, you might need some technology and then granted, you know, the, some of the places have te- you know, Wi-Fi and, and things, but it's just not the right level, um, you know. And, and here in the United States, we've had some some shared workspace type of, of places, but they didn't seem to quite be working out either, um, you know. And and so it's it's interesting because as a freelancer, you know, as we were saying before, you know, we might go into a city and need to meet with six different people, and we want to do it in one place. And we certainly don't want to be in Starbucks having six different, you know, meetings with people and, and all these, you know, different cups of coffee. So it's great to have a space like, like yours to be able to go in and just have that space and have it just for Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's the whole idea. It started with our CEO mm-hmm. uh, trying to, uh, to set a meeting with this big clients of him uh, back in the days where he was uh, chief innovation and product for mm-hmm. SodaStream. Mm-hmm. And then being unable to, uh, to schedule uh, something for a, a, like a meeting room in a hotel, obviously mm-hmm. super expensive, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. and also takes a lot of bureaucracy and faxing and, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then ended up with the idea of him, uh, you know, of, 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 <laughs> of finding a good idea for his next gig. Mm-hmm. Uh, so totally agree. Like mm-hmm. we, we believe that, you know, Starbucks is great, but not necessarily the greatest pay, right. uh, place mm-hmm. for business, uh, not necessarily the greatest place, uh, for freelancers, mm-hmm. uh, on one hand to conduct their daily, uh, mm-hmm. um, their daily work and for the clients on the other hand. And again, it's, it, uh, we think you know that we are a- we were able to find uh, a business model that allow us to mm-hmm. uh, provide a, um, like a much better product, mm-hmm. including all tech amenities mm-hmm. and privacy, and it's different rooms that are closed mm-hmm. with a door and a curtain if you want to like uh, keep your privacy. Right, mm-hmm. and um, you know, great looking ergonomic mm-hmm. furniture. Uh, you know, our our sofas are kind of you have your own unit, so you keep your personal personal um, mm-hmm. space with sofa like every detail is is well thought Mm -hmm. and it will cost you pretty much like it will cost you if you uh take uh your guests to starbucks and everybody has a soda and 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 you don't get that really bad caffeine buzz (laughs) yeah no no but by the way in meeting place we Mm -hmm. we do have our um the coffee machine in every room Mm -hmm. And uh, the premium coffee, and also you get uh, your water, sparkling mm-hmm. water, uh, mm-hmm. in the room. The idea is to to save time, so you know you don't get that people right. to go out to the room to, mm-hmm. to make a mm-hmm. coffee. But it's also uh, good uh, in terms of uh, coronavirus mm-hmm. compliance. Right? Yeah. So it's in individual uh, items, things like that. Well, exactly. yeah. And the other thing with having lots of freelancers, you know, so say we we have a company that now they have ten employees. They figure out, okay, we only need five employees and five freelancers. Mm-hmm. They, you know, and, and maybe we don't need a place to meet all, mm-hmm. or we don't need an office. And mm-hmm. here in the United States, there's actually very specific laws as to, you know, if you are a consultant, if you're a freelancer, it, having a space in your client's um, office. And it's tax reasons. Um, you know, I, I have a friend who is a consultant who um, was was with a company enough that they said, hey, you know, we want to put you at a desk. We want, you know, we because we want more access to you, all those various things. Well, that's great. But then the IRS says, well, no, that's called an employee. And, and you need to have been, you know, doing taxes, things like that. So, you know, that's, that's the other thing is, you know, you, you could be a freelancer. You could be a consultant. You could be, you know, whatever but you don't have a space, you know, in, in their space. And so that's where you need to have that meeting space. 
right and it's actually a write-off like you can mm-hmm. uh right. you can become yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know and and we've been talking you know obviously a lot about the fact of of coronavirus one of the things that i've discovered is people are really figuring out different partnerships you know, and and maybe it's because we have a little i don't want to say downtime because we're supposed to be working um but we have time to be thinking about these things so it's like oh what if we offered this or what if we did that and so we are at, we're, what we're doing is then of course we're reaching out to people around the world, you know, for, for, you know, whatever it is that we're needing. And again, every once in a while you need to be in a physical location to meet. And so that's where you need to, to have a meeting space somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think you're spot on when it's saying, first of all, that we are thinking more that mm-hmm. people, are, you know, yeah, a lot of people by nature, they mm-hmm. act. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. that they, what they're doing. It doesn't mean that they, you know, that they, we think every time they do something, they mm-hmm. just, do what they are used to doing. Mm-hmm. And I think um, like these kind of events mm-hmm. uh, force us to, to look at what we do and think whether it's the right choice or whether, you know, um, what we are used to doing mm-hmm. is not necessarily relevant anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think partnership, you know, to me, I'm a great, uh, I used to be a VP uh, International Partnerships for Playbus. I am a great mm-hmm. believer in partnerships. I believe mm-hmm. that partnerships are the, are the future and mm-hmm. everything that's uh, happening right now is only the beginning. Uh, and I think that companies just need to be more creative about mm-hmm. one city resources and, you know, um, kind of preparing themselves or and, and acknowledging the up and coming recession Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also they understand that you know they want to be global but mm-hmm. they can't fly so right. how would they do that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you know that it, it makes sense mm-hmm. and this also you know i feel like the it, it, the covid-19 is a horrible thing obviously like right. mm-hmm. the amount of death mm-hmm. the amount of like you know what's going on with mm-hmm. people they people's day to day and mm-hmm. you know especially the older people but also by the way, I also have a background disease, so I'm, mm-hmm. I sympathize with you and mm-hmm. I, I you know, understand uh, what you're talking about. It is, it is uncomfortable, but I do think that it forces us to uh, pay a pr- the, the price now mm-hmm. for not listening earlier. So, right. for example, mm-hmm. ecological issues. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we need these huge offices? Do we need to be driving? I mean, that's been one of the things that's been interesting are the, the maps now showing that that um you know how much pollution is going down and yeah. again that's just because people were getting in their cars and driving to their office getting in your car driving to your office okay right. well you know can we home office and then just meet in one central place every once in a while for sure i totally believe again mm-hmm. that this one is a change for the better mm-hmm. and we're going to see a lot of these partnerships that will uh, mm-hmm. help us change for the better, and uh, that we've not, we, we wouldn't have done it uh, if we didn't have this Corona mm-hmm. outbreak, unfortunately, right. because we would uh, still think in terms of exponential growth, mm-hmm. business exponential growth, right. not uh, <laughs> not uh, sick, uh, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, contagious diseases, mm-hmm. uh, exponential growth. Uh, so I think uh, it forces us to be more creative mm-hmm. uh, and to actually think of how not we're not the sole winners of a specific uh, situation, but we mm-hmm. actually want other people to, to be part of what we do. And then we need to choose the right partners. It's also mm-hmm. a, tough, um, a tough mission. But, mm-hmm. uh, but I think it will um, eventually uh, do a lot of good. Right, right. Yeah, because the way we've been working is with the, the premise of that's the way it's always been done. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, and, and that is it. You know, well, you, we always had a big office where it was central and everybody came in and everybody worked eight to five-ish. You know, and, and it's funny because you mentioned millennials and, and, um, you know, and, and, you know, millennials, you know, bless their heart. That's a Southern thing. Um, get a, a very bad rep, you know, because I think so many of them are such hard workers, you know, all sorts of things, but they are making us rethink things because a big yeah. part of it is them saying, you know what? I can get a lot more done between 8 PM and midnight than going into an office. 
and mm-hmm. you know and and you know, and and they're saying you know hey we can telecommute we can work from home and there's a big enough bunch of them you know that when they all say it businesses have to pay attention so that was kind of trickling out you know where we were seeing that there as long as the work was getting done yeah you know, it didn't really matter. Well, of course, now we're forced to. We are forced to work from home. And there will, there will obviously always be businesses where people have to come in. I mean, you know, for whatever that, you know, we, whatever it is, they, you know, they have to Our be there. But is, is one. Right. Yeah. But, you know, I think many of them really are going to discover, you know, we don't need those big office spaces. And it was interesting because I was talking to, to someone last week and, and he was predicting that the big office spaces will turn more into shared office spaces, um, you know, and, and because there's going to be space. <laughs> and, and, you know, company A may go, you know, we only need half of this. So what do you do with that other half? You know, you turn it into a shared space. Um, you know, maybe it's one that somebody rents all the time, or maybe it's something that, that they, you know, can, can do on a temporary basis like they do yeah. with, with your company. But I think, I think there's, I, I think office space is really going to be something that changes a lot in the next year, probably. Uh, to me, I think space in general is going to change a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, for example, look at education. Our mm-hmm. kids at the moment are learning from home. Right. So it, was, it is like super hard mm-hmm. to change the education system, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, you know, we have a lot of challenges worldwide with engaging our kids with, around education system that mm-hmm. hasn't been changed for, let's call it a while. And, um, you know, it's obvious we need to implement changes in that. Mm-hmm. But that would be like super hard and is super mm-hmm. hard for many years. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, e-learning is developing like rapidly mm-hmm. these days and, uh does not require a uh, physical space. Mm-hmm. So maybe our kids are also not going to go to school every day. Maybe mm-hmm. they're also going to start doing mm-hmm. part of their uh, learning at home. Mm-hmm. We talked about uh, academic education. Mm-hmm. So university, definitely, uh, we're oh, going yeah. to see uh, mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it opens up the door of what you do with all this space of the dorms or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, all right. of a sudden, Mm-hmm. They have to, you know, they they are allowing more and more students mm-hmm. to uh, to get the I don't know whatever mm-hmm. spawn right right also yeah. after that. I I think universities are really going to make some big shifts because they've been trending more towards kind of the online distance learning, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, but it's it's in a lot of ways at least here in the United States it gets kind of scoffed at. You know, well, well, sure, you did. You you got an E. You know, that's not like going to Harvard or even you know University no, of Georgia. Or what you know, they're like, Ooh. but now you know it's it's obviously working. You know, well, it'll be interesting to see. Does it really work? Because of course, my big thing is, well, how do you know that kid was actually who took that test? Well, you know, there's certainly ways that you know with technology that that you can do things like that. But I think there's going to be so many that go. You know what? I want a degree from Harvard, from, you know, wherever, uh, Oxford, you know, all these various places, but I can't, I can't, I don't want to move there, you know, and, and so they will take it as e-classes, you know, and, and obviously, you know, there are some where you have to physically be in, you know, you know, performing arts, uh, chemistry, you know, things like that, but, but do you need to, you yeah. yeah, can can you go to a, a city and do that? You know, like a meeting space like yours. You know, maybe you've got ten students who come in and do the experiments for a week, and and then they're done. You know, do you really need all that space? Um, you know, and and so I definitely see, especially with higher ed, that this is something that that is is really going to dramatically change because kids can't afford you know in state tuition. They can't go live in the dorms because they're having to work. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they might be the primary breadwinners for their families, um, you know, or even just assisting them, you yeah. know, remote learning, things like that. Um, yeah. But it's, it's interesting. I have a friend who is a, uh, an uh, uh, eighth grade, I've, you know, and they call it something different, but she's an eighth grade teacher in China. Mm-hmm. And she's a, a, a U.S. citizen that, that's teaching at a private school over there. And one of the things that they have discovered through all of this is that their remote students who 
were having to travel long distances, who were really having a lot of trouble, are now excelling because they're home. They're not spending all that time traveling. And, and she said, you know, so they're, they're going to stick with it. Um, you know, it won't be back to, okay, well, the semester starts again, so it's back to normal. They really yeah. are adapting. And, and I think you're right. I think, you know, around the world, we're, we're going to be making changes with education. Yeah. I, I was studying decided my friend's daughter is a dancer and she's mm. doing that since over Zoom. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily, yeah, she just uh, right. bought this thing, uh, which is like, a, you know, the, um, the stick. I don't know how you call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then she has it in her room and mm-hmm. she works with it. And also, I think that um, another thing that is important to, to talk about is like how you divide uh, a big group into small teams. Right. I think going to uh, see a lot of focus on teamwork mm-hmm. and like for example if we're used to having uh, multiple people from different like th- let's think about global companies mm-hmm. by the way a lot of our clients at the moment are big corporates like mm-hmm. the google the, the amazon mm-hmm. facebook mm-hmm. weeks uh, i don't know like one day big ones mm-hmm. pfizer pepsico uh jp morgan mm-hmm. a lot of others uh, I think we're going to uh, potentially see them divide into smaller teams and develop um, the ability of the the, te- the teams to uh, to kind of bring an impact and mm-hmm. you know to be more independent to um, to have its own dynamic uh, mm-hmm. de- decide on you know their own uh, routines mm-hmm. uh, as well as be able to decide like for example if everybody have to come in or. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people can join from uh, remote or whatever mm-hmm. it is. We are focusing a lot on team leaders because mm-hmm. we want to empower them to mm-hmm. take these decisions. And um, I, I think, you know, it makes sense. Like there is the famous uh, Jeff Bezos uh, quote talking about uh, the, the two pizza tray uh, theory. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to have more than that. It kind of uh, aligns with uh, the current restrictions of, uh, in Israel, because we are already starting to go out, so a meeting can host no more than eight people. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, a total match the pizza thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think we are going to uh, see uh, teams m- working more independently mm-hmm. because they have to, because they are right. not in the office and mm-hmm. they are kind of, which is on one hand a good thing. But then I think uh, one of the big challenges of, of big corporates is, uh, is is internal communication rather than having everybody work in silos. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wonder if, you know, if we're going to see uh, these big um, alignments happening uh, face-to-face mm-hmm. in like uh, places that allow, uh, by the way, we also have the big spaces, but mm-hmm. there are lots of spaces that allow many people at once. Mm-hmm. Or we're going to see the um, the, the the big gatherings mm-hmm. or or the, kind of the multiple uh, attendees meetings mm-hmm. uh, going online mm-hmm. and saying, okay, mm-hmm. like if you wanna um, if you want to have everybody um, all the decision makers um, together, and there are more than eight people, like it's mm-hmm. a big. Let's do it online. Then we can adopt online uh, methodologies, like right. you know voting mm-hmm. or there are a lot of mm-hmm. this kind of you know it triggers this like this change can trigger a lot of other um processes right. that right. change mm-hmm. the dynamics of corporates like mm-hmm. democratize decision making mm-hmm. for example maybe you know hopefully mm-hmm. right. as part of you know uh, having everybody online together then you know if all, everybody's already online mm-hmm. why don't we ask the question and then you have to choose and then in real time mm-hmm. we know what you think about uh x y z and that is right. uh, like very a very good way to mm-hmm. enhance decision making which is in my opinion one of the biggest um challenges i would, mm-hmm. I would be nice and call it challenges right. mm-hmm. of, of companies of startup companies sometimes uh, you know characterized by uh young leaders mm-hmm. and or, or you know and, and fast growth mm-hmm. which make decision uh, making like a big big mm-hmm. big challenge right for them. right yeah it, and and it's going to be interesting just as technology is going to have to change i mean you know zoom great example you know just mm-hmm. in the last month people have been you know they've been talking about um, security issues, all sorts of things. And, and so, you know, it, it, this could be a great opportunity for companies like yours to, to say, okay, 
we're not using Zoom or we're using a different version of Zoom that we know is safe, that we know is secure, um, mm-hmm. you know, all of those various things. But people are going to have to change too. I mean, you know, the managers that are used to, shall we say, micromanaging and mm-hmm. having every one of their employees where they can reach out and touch them, what are they going to do when they can't? Um, you know, and there are certainly employees that at least, you know, to start with, don't do well with not having that structure, having that supervision. Um, you know, and, and that is tricky. I think every person who has started their own business has discovered that, you know, the, well, do I have to get up? Do I have to put, clo- you know, closing and I leave my jammies on? Um, you know, what do, do I have to have office hours? Um, you know, that was one of the things I've been in, in business for myself now over 20 years and having rules, having structure was one of the big things that I found. So to tell my clients, you know what? I have office hours. And, you know, they are from here to here. If you want something that's evening, if you want something that's weekend, that's great, but it will cost you extra. And, of course, they figured out really quickly it could probably wait till, till you know, regular, regular time. But, um, you know, so we're, we, it, it is, but it, it takes learning how to have that structure. Um, you know, I was talking with somebody who is working almost twice as much as when she went into an office because she's, she's just there. She has nothing, well, she has nothing else to do right now. Um, and she was getting really stressed because she's overworking, um, you know, and, and so she needs to kind of do that pushback of, you know, whoever and say, okay, you know what, you know what, I'm, I'm still only going to do eight hours a day, um, you know, and, and some things like that. So I think it it is going to take some, some big changes to, to have this. Yeah. I, I want to um, refer to what you said before uh, about micromanagement because I think it's an important uh, upside for the coronavirus. I think we also had an, uh, an interesting interview with uh, a psychologist called uh, Morris, Moritz Kalf mm. from the School of Life. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about no more uh, micromanagement mm-hmm. you know, once uh, you move to uh, working from home mm-hmm. because uh, working from home we, um, requires a whole different level of trust. You know, mm-hmm. you see the people in their, whatever it's pajamas or right. it's just their t-shirt or it's just, um, you know, uh, having to allow their kid in because they need to give him lunch or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's uh, requiring a, a different level of acceptance mm-hmm. and understanding that, this person needs to do um, their tasks mm-hmm. and you're not going to be able to tell him when exactly mm-hmm. or when to do the break, right. to take a break mm-hmm. or, you know, to, to make sure that he sits and does it mm-hmm. in the next half an hour. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think looking at where we are at the moment as a society, I think it's very healthy for us mm-hmm. to uh, lose this, um, you know, uh, lose the, uh, the, the constant effort to be, to to control everything, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot trust people a mm-hmm. little bit, mm-hmm. and you know, make sure they do what they need mm-hmm. uh, in a way that's good for them too. Right, right, yeah, you know, because somebody might be able to do the job in six hours, or you know, do mm-hmm. you know, somebody else it might actually take ten. I mean, you you know, you never know, and yeah. and it is trickier right now because not only were we forced to work from home. Many people have their kids home too, yeah. you know, and, and so they are having to homeschool and, you know, do all these things. And, and so that does make it a little bit more difficult. So, you know, when schools are back in session, that will, you know, that will, you know, change things a, a bit. But yeah, being, being able to be flexible. And, and of course, the big thing is going to, is, is absolutely positively going to have to be communication where somebody says, okay, task X needs to be done by Friday at noon. Yeah. When you get it done or how you get it done, it just needs to be done Friday at noon. That's mm-hmm. the key as opposed to, I need to see what you're doing on Tuesday at three on that. Now you might need updates. I mean, you know, obviously there, there's, there's a lot of things, but you know, I think in, in so many offices, it's, you know, it's, it's very different how all of these procedures have worked when yeah. you're right there. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you, you talking about the, going back to technology. 
then you might want to have to deploy um, like uh, project management technologies right. that you mm -hmm. might not yeah, have. Tracks uh, their online time or whatever. Mm -hmm. not, not necessarily tracks the time. I'm, I'm against it, I think. Yeah, because like, the, the, and there's certainly ways around that anyway. So mm -hmm. it's more effective. Like you need to think uh, something to, to get done. You don't mm -hmm. need the person to do Right. It. If it gets done, it gets done. Mm -hmm. Whatever. But uh, I think uh, it requires a different way of managing it. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I can share you know, what we do. We have, um, first of all, we have, we, we're meeting every morning for like a morning stand-up of mm -hmm. the team. Uh, we're considering because our U.S. team is currently, like, uh, my marketing team is based in Tel Aviv. Mm -hmm. uh, but I have uh, some volunteers because people are on furlough because mm -hmm. the venues are obviously closed. So some mm -hmm. of our, uh, our amazing employees um, uh, suggested to volunteer in the marketing team because we mm -hmm. have tons of work, mm. kind of changing everything mm -hmm. for the day mm -hmm. after. Because it is totally, you know, it's a different world uh, we're going to get into uh, afterwards, and we want to, you know, take it into account. And we changed all our marketing strategy, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then. Uh, we're now working with the U.S. team, so we're going to have it in the afternoon. But anyhow, mm -hmm. uh, like a daily meeting for everybody. First, I want to see how people are doing. You right. know, one of the, my team, she's French, and her friend, mm -hmm. a friend of her in Paris just died. So, mm -hmm. you know, you want to you wanna feel the people. Mm -hmm. And, and we them. need that. We, you yeah. know, I always tell people, we are social people. And even if it's just, <coughs> excuse me, checking in online like this, that's, yeah. we need that. Yeah. Otherwise, we are going to be working in our jammies with our hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. And I'm, I'm fine with them with their jammies and hair. Mm -hmm. No problem. Uh, but, you know, it, it allows us to, to feel uh, our, like to, to, to function as a team, first mm -hmm. of all. Right, so right. We were, we're still a team, although we have <laughs> seen each other mm -hmm. for uh, almost a month and a half. And then uh, because... Reality is constantly changing. I will not repeat all the tips about like you need to um, kind of um, rephrase reality for, your, for the mm -hmm. people or kind of explain what's happening. But what we are doing is we're looking at what we do and we, mm -hmm. we ask ourselves, does it still hold? Does it still hold? Like, mm -hmm. you know, okay, we were talking about millennials and how we need to pamper them. And then we want meeting place to be like, uh, you know, a, like to be uh, equivalent to investment in your in your people but mm -hmm. we're going to come out of it in a market of employers mm -hmm. uh, how like so so probably like talking about winning the talent in that all the time maybe it's not the right messaging mm -hmm. so what do we want to to say instead mm -hmm. and then we also talk to our clients and we ask them for example and then we you know we just uh, enrich each other so this mm -hmm. is like one routine which is uh the morning uh thing and then the morning meeting Mm -hmm. And then we have how we manage our projects. So we work with Monday. I don't know if you're familiar. It's uh, there are a lot of uh, of different um, project management or key management um, mm -hmm. softwares out oh, there. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. It's it's a um, it's a big one. It's Israeli, mm -hmm. but um, it's it's global. Obviously, it's a unicorn mm -hmm. right now. Uh, and then uh, on top we have uh, management meetings, and we have uh, monthly reports, and mm -hmm. we have some um you know um strategic discussions where we decide to invite the ceo because we want him to be in the loop of mm. where we're going mm -hmm. which is not where we used to be uh, like today for example we talked about affiliates mm -hmm. so we have a huge network of affiliates that we work ah, with mm -hmm. but now we say okay so our affiliates are mainly about meeting and events mm. but how about if people come out of this and they need a, a daily office just because, you know, they need one day where they right. are, you know, mm -hmm. focusing on whatever they, it is mm -hmm. they need to focus on. You know, our place is good for it. You mm -hmm. know, we are everything that is relevant to the other right. uh, places, but also to this one. Mm -hmm. And because our smaller offices at the moment, we, we don't want to uh, use them for... Um, all, our, all our offices are, are, like, the different rooms are not small, but uh, if you mm -hmm. want... Uh, you, to keep like two meters uh, oh, away, okay. right, right. Mm -hmm. Then you know the small ones can serve like two people, maybe mm -hmm. or three people. Mm -hmm. So why don't we uh, suggest uh, people to take them as a temporary office? Mm -hmm. 
So, so this brings us to a different affiliate mm-hmm. uh, strategy, and and it goes on and on. But it's, right. it's I think I think that the trigger for this constant involvement in mm-hmm. like the day after strategy mm-hmm. uh, is rooted in these daily meetings. Mm-hmm. Like it's constant observation, constant right. brainstorming. Well, uh, and and I think because we're operating differently now. People are coming up with different ideas. You yeah. know, we're, and, and, you know, we were used to our little silos. You know, oh, I'm the marketing person. I'm only supposed to be thinking about this. But, you know, because now things are all kind of topsy-turvy, we are thinking about, well, wait a minute. What if we did this? And what if these two people work together? Or, you know, all of those various things, you know, and, 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 you know, I think, as you said, you know, as, as bad as some of the things are with this, and, and you know, and, and we don't ever want to downplay that, I think it is going to have so many great ramifications that, that come out of it. Um, you know, I think there's probably going to be a lot of companies that decide to downsize or, you know, have already downsized and are going to say, you know what, <coughs> we didn't need that many people. And so it could be a good excuse for them to not bring people back on board or to go totally online. I mean, you know, I think there's a lot of retail places that are now saying, you know what, maybe we don't need to have these big physical locations or we have a small one, but everything else is, is online. I mean, all sorts of things. And, and so I think there's going to be a lot of changes as, as we were saying within the next year or so because of this. And, but I think a big part of it is going to, is going to be, people are going to say, do we really want to go back to having a lot of people in one space? Um, you know, and, and, and you know, because even if they find, you know, something that, that you know, stops COVID-19, there will be other, other cooties that come along. I mean, you know, that's just the way it happens. Um, you know, even if it's just something as simple as flu or chicken pox or, or whatever, you know, do we really want all those people in, in one space or is it better to have them all off and then they come together every once in a while? I agree. I wonder what will happen to the really big events. Like, for example, you know, uh, mm-hmm. South by uh, South. Right, West. right. And, and big sporting events and big concerts. And, um, you know, we were talking about that with, with friends. I'm not a crowd person. I mean, you know, having somebody right here who's going... <laughs> You know, I'm not real thrilled about anyway. And now having, you know, I'm like, um, you know, and, and, and I just don't like crowds. I mean, I'm, you know, and, and um, so I wasn't a concert but I'm a sports person and yeah. not going to sporting events, you know, but, uh, but so you, you change them. You know, we were talking about uh, with my friends how, you know, airlines are changing the seating and they might actually go back to where you're not just squished in there like little sardines, maybe, you know, and maybe you pay a smidge more. Yeah, but maybe they just put more flights. I mean, that's you know, that's that's the way to do it. I think, uh, the way I see it, like airlines are going to dramatically change. Like, oh, not going to have to. Yeah, but also like our flights culture. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. me, for example, in the past five years, mm-hmm. I've been traveling at least once a month, mm-hmm. which is insane. Right. I only yeah. like now. I now have enough time to think how insane. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Did but you really that, need to be doing that? Um, it's. Mm-hmm. You know, I was managing teams in mm-hmm. Brazil and Russia and right. in, mm-hmm. in London in mm-hmm. you know in the US and mm-hmm. so it was mm-hmm. back and forth constantly. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, like to me the number one thing is uh, ecology because mm-hmm. I do I do feel like you know right. what you mentioned mm-hmm. that's like looking at so one th- like pollution. Mm-hmm. So one thing mm-hmm. is cars not driving. Mm-hmm. Other things is plane not flying, which is mm-hmm. also crazy. And right. uh, um, oh, yeah. and and we had gotten to the point where it was like, oh, we'll just fly there. Up, oh, we'll just fly there. Yeah. You know, and 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 people don't appreciate it. Like mm-hmm. I see my kids, for example, I have mm-hmm. uh, two teenagers at home. Mm-hmm. So you know, do they really appreciate their flights where they're traveling every year a couple of right. a couple mm-hmm. of times, like a weekend there and a weekend there, and uh, mm-hmm. like a couple of weeks here? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I I I do think that you know a little bit of humbleness mm-hmm. and simplicity mm-hmm. and just, uh, it's not like less prosperity, mm-hmm. but it's just, um, you know, being more picky about the right. things you do that mm-hmm. are not necessarily mm-hmm. and, right. you know, really taking, mm-hmm. exploiting mm-hmm. Uh, nature is, mm-hmm. I think, a good right. thing to <laughs> 
Well, and I'm also hoping that many people really think, you know what, this was, this was okay, spending time with our families, with our spouses. You know, we didn't kill each other. Now, granted, there might be a pretty good divorce rate. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I am hoping that people are like, you know what, it was not bad spending time with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and so, you know, more of that. And, and that's what I like, you know, when you look outside and you see families together. Yeah. Now you know they're doing it because they're like, we got to get out of the house. We just got to get out of the house. But hopefully in six months, it's like, you know, we, we enjoyed this. We're going to continue this. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and yeah. same with friends, you know, and, and all of those. I was talking to somebody who has gone back to handwriting letters. And she got out like her last six years worth of Christmas cards and mm-hmm. is just going through to all of them and saying, you know what? haven't talked with you in a while or haven't done more than just sending the Christmas card with the printed letter in it, if even that, you know, and, and she's handwriting letters, um, you know, and, and um, so, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe in a lot of ways we're going to get back to a simpler time, Mm -hmm. but when we use technology, we use it more efficiently. I totally agree. I think we are, we are shifting from abuse to use. This is what mm-hmm. I want to, like, or, or from abuse to leverage because, mm-hmm. you know, there are great things about technology. Mm-hmm. But I think you, we were kind of overwhelmed by it. Mm-hmm. And I think actually, again, millennials are mm-hmm. kind, kind of, uh, have been like the first uh, uh, wake-up call for humanity to mm-hmm. start shifting towards more healthy mm-hmm. uh, habits in some right. ways. Not everything, a lot of things mm-hmm. that uh, you know, uh, millennial related are mm-hmm. on the other mm-hmm. uh, side of the, of the, mm-hmm. of the scale. And, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, how to call it like greediness, uh, mm-hmm. maybe from, uh, being blunt or, mm-hmm. or, you know, um, um, self-focused, but, mm-hmm. but on the other hand, balance, um, awareness, mm-hmm. um, the, the need uh, to focus on, on the, on, on the people mm-hmm. is also a millennial driven uh, feature. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So you know, I believe, like, I believe we are moving from uh, a misuse, at least, mm-hmm. uh, of of resources to something that is is much uh, smarter. And yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I actually am. I'm very optimistic mm-hmm. about uh, like uh, the other side of COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. and I would be quite disappointed mm-hmm. if uh, things are uh, not changed as much as I. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm a smidge more pessimistic, where I think. We're going to forget, you know, and, and we'll go back to the way things were. Hopefully not, you know, and, and hopefully we will go, you know what, did we really need to, to buy that, to do that, to, you know, all of those various things, um, you know, and, and, and hopefully that answer in many cases will be, you no, know, yeah, we're, we were okay. Or, yeah, and, and like maybe do, do we need to develop it ourselves? Maybe we have some connections we can right. leverage on the mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. side of the planet, mm-hmm. and maybe it's a good thing to help, you know, make them mm-hmm. benefit of right. our ideas as well mm-hmm. and not be like, you know, stick to our own ideas. And the, the idea of globalization mm-hmm. is not owning everywhere and the business mm-hmm. everywhere. It's right. about, I think, in my opinion, mm-hmm. collaborating. Mm-hmm. And for example, mm-hmm. at Meeting Place, Mm-hmm. We're also looking at partnerships. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were thinking that we're going to get there around 2024, 2021, mm-hmm. but we are uh, starting to work mm-hmm. on, on, on partnership with landlords, mm-hmm. for example. Oh, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So mm-hmm. cool. cool. Mm-hmm. Well, oh my gosh. We are at the top of the hour. We had a little blurb at in there where we had to edit some, some things out. Um, I had a little issue on my end. And so I think we're on time. <laughs> you know? But this has been so much fun. And, and, and I love this. And, and what, we're ha- what we have to do is, is you know, touch base six months a year and just see where things are. I think this will be great to, to really see you know, what has happened. I do think that within the next month, you know, as I mentioned, we are doing, we're, we're recording this towards the end of April. I'm thinking June 1st-ish, most of the world will be getting back to, you know, not, you know, not so much of the quarantine, the forced quarantine, things like that. And, and, but, but hopefully we are, we're, we're learning from this. Um, you know, we don't need to be crammed into spaces. We don't need to, you know, have the latest and greatest technology in the world, but we do need to have things that work for us and work for our businesses and, and figuring out ways to do that, I think is, is going to be a lot of fun. I agree totally. 
So, Yael, tell us how people connect with you and find you online, since that's the only thing we can do right now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the easiest way is like LinkedIn or Facebook. I'm Yael Shafrir, Y-A-E-L-S-H-A-F-R-A-R on all platforms. Um, and then otherwise, go to meetinplace.com, meet in place, uh, and then contact us. I'll also see that. Um, I think uh, this is it. Perfect. In terms of how we're going to contact. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, do you have any final thoughts for everyone? I think like we ended up with the, the question, right? Like the big one uh, mm -hmm. about how, uh, how massive the change is going mm -hmm. to look like. And, you know, I just want to encourage everyone to, to make this change and not to be afraid of, you know, take a, a leap of faith mm -hmm. towards a different future. I think we all deserve it. Perfect. I love it. Well, I'm Deb Creer. I've been having an absolutely fascinating discussion with Yael Shafir. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.